Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Bentz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Oh, happy Monday. Um, Feels weird to say happy Monday. It is a weird, weird time going on in the world right now. Um, I know I'm not the only person that's feeling a little bit anxious, but I wanted to bring today's episode as a source of hope and encouragement for yourself if you run your own business and if you're an entrepreneur. And I wanted to ask you, how are you preparing your small business during the coronavirus? I know as soon as things started happening, I know I'm not the only business owner that started rethinking my strategies and adjusting a few things in my marketing plans for spring. And in my head, I was wondering, how are other businesses being affected? How are other business owners reacting to this? So I decided to ask my friends in business. So in this episode, I have a roundup of business owners from various industries, how they are planning for their business to survive this pandemic as the general public may be a little bit more tight with their budget. So I asked a handful of people and I asked them if this current situation in the world has affected their business and what marketing plans are they putting into place to make sure that their business survives during this stressful time. And at the end of the podcast episode, I'm going to give you an update on how about how it's been affecting us and kind of my plans moving forward. And I will be also giving you an update about the, how the Small Business Association can potentially help your business if you're going through a financial crisis during this time or if, you know, if God forbid that ends up happening later down the line. Um, and before we begin, I just wanted to give you a little bit of hope and encouragement, right? Because I know this is a, this is a weird time. This is a stressful time. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty that is happening around the world. But I wanted to look back at the past. And while I was a little bit too young to understand the true effects of the recession that happened in 08, I was not working yet, nor did I have a business. Quite frankly, I was still in high school. But within the last year, I've had countless of podcast interviews with many, many successful entrepreneurs who started their businesses because of the recession that happened in 2008. It was the recession that allowed them to get creative with how they can monetize their skills, and now they run successful, like major successful businesses that would have never been born if they didn't go through those hardships. And I was talking to one of my friends today, and she told me something that I wanted to share with you. The comeback is always greater than the setback. And I've noticed this in my life too, that whenever I felt like my back was pushed against the wall, that is what forced me to bounce back even harder, forced me to change something, maybe take a risk that I've been thinking about doing but never did. And when those situations happened, the way I bounced back brought us to where we are today, which is 
you know, moving across the country to where we wanted to move, having our full-time business, having Nick and I be full-time entrepreneurs in our business. That was the dream before, but that would have never happened unless if we went through certain hard times, which we'll probably kind of share more on that later. But something that was close to me during the recession is my parents, right? When the recession hit, like right before, my parents were thriving. So they are immigrants. They immigrated to the U.S. I immigrated with them to the U.S. from Ukraine in 1997. So we came here with nothing. I think they had like $5,000 in their bank account, five suitcases, and that was it. We came, didn't know the language, didn't have no jobs. Um, They got a green card. We came and they started, you know, going into work, learning the language, doing all these things. And before the recession happened, they were thriving. My dad worked at a local dental laboratory. My mom was a piano teacher at a local music school. We had two houses. They bought one of our, like a dream house at the time for us. Um, Beautiful, gorgeous, big house in Orange County, California. They had another house that they were renting out to other people. You know, they were thriving. And then this recession hit and it hit us hard too. We had a hard time to go through. And I remember, I do remember that part. My parents ended up losing both of those houses at the time, which was so stressful. Um, The music school that my mom had worked with and for for many years up to that point, it closed down. And my dad, when he was working for a certain department, that department closed down during the recession as well. So, you know, there was a lot of setbacks, what looked like setbacks, you know, a lot of things that were worrisome and stressful. But now, but after the results of that recession, the results of going through all of those things, my dad had to learn a new technique in his industry, which ended up moving him to a different department. And it was resulted for a better situation for my family because this new technique that he had learned during this time, it resulted in more income for him. And for my mom, she, it kind of forced her to open her own piano studio. I think she's always kind of wanted to work from home and kind of be her own boss. And with that music school shutting down, she opened um, a studio in our house. And she had students come into our house and take piano lessons from her. And she was, I think, like making double the money that she made from her school. And that would have never happened if the recession didn't happen, right? So remember that no matter what happens in the next few weeks, you got this. God's got you. If you know me, you know I'm I'm a big believer and I believe that everything happens for a reason. So no matter what results from this, It's going to be okay, right? And it might not be okay in exactly how we want it to be, but I know that in the long run, we're going to come out on top. We're going to be better. We're going to be thriving. And we're going to be able as entrepreneurs to really use this time to focus on our businesses and make sure that if anything like this ever happens again, that we are well equipped, we are well prepared. And I truly, truly believe that. I believe that for our business, this is going to help us relook at a few things, kind of reprioritize a few things, restructure things, and really look at how can we like recession-proof our businesses, right? I think if we get this down right now, we can be fully secure in the future. 
So let's get into this roundup with our various entrepreneurs. I'm super excited to share this with you because if you're like me, I'm wondering what are other people dealing with? How are they dealing with it? So I'm super excited to share this with you in hopes to offer you some inspiration and some guidance during this interesting time. So the first entrepreneur that I'm going to share her perspective is Jessica Hurley. She is the founder of Insta Podcast and is the host of the Stranded Phase Podcast. And I love how raw she is with her answer and I absolutely love her perspective on how we need to change our messaging during this time. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Jessica Hurley. I'm the founder of a podcast management agency called Insta Podcast. I'm so thankful to talk with you guys and just explore this topic that nobody expected to ever discuss, which is dealing with a pandemic as an online entrepreneur and business owner. Whether you own a brick and mortar or you are an online entrepreneur new to the space or have been around a while, this is just typically out of the norm. It's This is even worse than like recession-proof business. This is something we just don't think about in the back of our minds regularly. So kind of learning, allowing this process to teach us to bulletproof our business a bit. And again, there's always room for error and there's always holes, especially if you're trying to do a lot with very little. But um, one, I hope and pray that we understand that this is an opportunity for us to all receive a valuable lesson, even if we have to struggle through this process. There is an end in sight. I'm certain of it. And that we do take it as um, the lesson that it is meant to be. So how has my business been affected in any way by the coronavirus? Um, It has. It absolutely has. And here's why I personally think so. And here's here's factually um, how it's already unfolded. So through a podcast management agency, we provide a done through you service, done for you service. So for any busy creative or entrepreneur that wants a podcast but doesn't have a time, the time for the tech or to create the marketable material, we do all of that for them in a three to four day turnaround. It's all in-house services. So basically they upload the raw content. We edit, mix, master, write the creative description, the title, create a marketable branded audiogram um, for them to use on social media for marketing purposes, as well as um, for some of our clients, we create a um, like a branded uh, templated piece as well. So there's a lot of work that goes into this and it is a very um, handoff service. So that also makes this this service a a luxury service for a lot lot of entrepreneurs. So if you think if you as an entrepreneur or business owner in any dire straits, you're going to ideally cut some of the luxury services or maybe things you don't need. If you're struggling financially, one of the easiest things to cut may be your podcast. It may be the done for you service aspect and you can just say, okay, I'll have a, an assistant or myself. Uh, I can edit my own content. I did it once before I can do it again. And so we were already in fear of this happening. And so to kind of negate that before it happened, uh, we reached out to a lot of our clients and asked, that they did not have to tell us if they were struggling personally, but if they wanted to opt into a a payment plan, that was 100% an option and that they just needed to discuss it with us personally. And we did have a few clients say they would like to pay half now and half later. And that helped us uh, cover some of our monthly expenses. And then, and we also to kind of prevent this from becoming a bigger deal than it was. We pr- we also allowed a la carte services. So in some of our sales calls, as well as our current clients, you know, if we wanted to 
be sensitive to the fact that some people may be dealing with family, anxiety, fears, sick family. So we went into um, just for the next month and a half or 45 days, a transition to provide a la carte services. So instead of a monthly subscription fee, which is what 100% of our clients are on, we offered an opportunity for them to say, okay, I might do an episode this week and maybe three weeks from now, but I will not in the next two weeks because I'm focused on taking care of X, Y, and Z. And that was our way of being sensitive to what they, what some people are going through because you just never know. And then regarding a marketing plan, obviously a la carte services was definitely one way to kind of make sure that we don't lose massively as far as our revenue generation. But obviously in order to change your marketing plan and continue to get sales calls, which is our primary lead generation to get people on the phone, you have to kind of change the way that you market things and who you're talking to. So instead of providing this as a convenient luxury service, we've started to have more conversations around the the myths and mistakes people make when trying to monetize a podcast. And if anyone wants to learn how to monetize a podcast, they just need to jump on a call with us. And so really, again, and I, I learned this a hard way years ago, is that you don't typically have to really alter your service unless, I mean, there's obviously um, some barriers to luxury services, but you really always have to change your messaging. That is the first place to go. Instead of tweaking your services, tweak your messaging. And again, we're not trying to bamboozle anyone or lie to anyone, but there are always aspects of your service that you hone in on for your ideal client. And now your ideal client may have changed, or at least the primary piece of your service that you need to focus on may have changed. So we went from, let us save you time, pay this extra money so that we can save you time and give you the convenience of focusing on uh, bigger tasks that make you more money to now taking the convenience piece out of it and saying, you already have this podcast, but you want to monetize it. There's issues, there's barriers, there's simple, very simple mistakes that you're making. Let us help you resolve those issues by providing a more consistent, clean, um, and up-to-date podcast. So those are just some of the things we're doing. And to be completely honest, there's some things that we're still trying to figure out because again, who plans for a pandemic? Um, so thank you so much for the opportunity. I wish all of you the best and please, please, please make sure you communicate with your clients. Even if nothing in your business changes, reach out, let them know that you are here, love them, provide some free services if you can. People are anxious, fearful, scared, confused, um, and just in awe. And there's a few things that I've seen that I have proof of right now. And it's that people now more than ever need a positive message. They are podcast numbers are through the roof this past three days because people are looking for positive, inspiring content while they are staying home and trying to keep their minds um, filtered and happy and and just kind of rest in positivity. So there's no better time than now if you have been thinking about starting a podcast, writing a blog, just showing up on your IG and sharing your thoughts and messaging. There's no better time than now. People need love and light. So make sure you're sharing, go love on your clients, and I wish everyone a healthy and happy week. So the second entrepreneur that I want to introduce you to is Ross Johnson. He is a business consultant and I love his great perspective on how you can adjust your services 
and your offerings during this time, how you can kind of pivot and really re-explain your messaging a little bit different to your customers and why your service is important. So take a listen. Hey, my name is Ross Johnson and I am a business consultant. I help other entrepreneurs grow their business from zero to seven figures through agencies, courses, coaching, um, all the different things, mostly service. Now, my business actually has not been affected by the coronavirus, um, probably because I am in the business of helping other people make money. Um, So I do not have a new marketing plan in place per se. I think one of the focuses and one of the things I'm doing for other people is helping them create marketing plans for their businesses because everyone who isn't in the money-making niche, helping other people grow their business, helping other people make money, probably affected by the coronavirus. Um, Their business is probably going to be affected. And the reason for that is because people have completely changed their lifestyles. People have completely changed their behavior. And any time people change their lifestyle or change their behavior, for example, people aren't going to the grocery store. They're probably not going to go to the gym. They're probably more sedentary. They don't want to leave the house, all these different things. So, you know, for example, if you're a fitness coach, it's going to be challenging for you to get someone to go to the gym. So whatever fitness coaching programs you have where you're telling people to go to the gym and do squats and bench press and eat a certain way and all these different things, you're going to need to create a new coronavirus survival guide or something, some kind of new offer that takes into account people's new lifestyle. Um, Because a lot of people are probably going to need to work out from home. They're probably going to need to you know, have certain supplementation regimens, they're probably going to need to have some kind of different routine. And if you're a fitness coach, that's something that you can sell to them, right? It's also like this for a lot of other industries as well. Industries where I think people put whatever topic it is on the back burner. People put their mindset on the back burner. So if you're doing the, in the mindset coaching, if you're doing spirituality coaching, people put that on the back burner. People put their health on the back burner. People put their romantic sex lives on the back burner. So anyone who's in a niche like those, basically anyone who isn't selling how to make more money online is affected. Actually, my business is not really affected because everyone else's business is going to be affected and therefore they're probably going to make less money or they may be challenged. So the problem that I help people with actually becomes greater for them. So there's actually more demand for them to buy my services now. Um, which, you know, that's just the way that the world is right now, you know? It's not obviously something that um, I'm planning for, uh, but it's just that people need help with that and they need to be able to angle their business and have a good marketing strategy in place for current events, you know, and the lifestyle that people are kind of pursuing now. Third entrepreneur that I'm going to introduce you to is Chriselle Silver. She's an esthetician in Orange County, California, who is super awesome, by the way. If you're in the area, you need to check her out. But she shares how she keeps her space clean and how she is changing her messaging and her marketing during this time to really explain to her customers why they should feel safe in her space and what precautions she is taking and how she might just tweak her message a little bit moving forward. Hello, my name is Chriselle Silver. I am the owner of Silver Aesthetics in Orange County, California, and I am a licensed esthetician specializing in waxing and lash extensions. Surprisingly, my business has not yet been affected by the coronavirus. As an esthetician, 
Um, we are held to extremely high standards of sanitation, outbreak or not. My hands are constantly being washed. Medical grade solutions are used to wipe down high touch areas. Um, I wear a mask daily, no matter what service I'm providing. I wear gloves for every waxing service. So none of this is really new to my business. Um, obviously, I will continue to follow and exceed standard health and safety procedures for the safety of myself and my clients as well. In addition to what I'm doing to keep my space as sanitary as possible, I have switched out blankets for disposable sheets for every client. Um, I've also provided hand sanitizer and I show clients the restrooms to wash their hands before and after a service. Um, I've built a pretty steady clientele who trust me and know that I put their health first. Um, my marketing has really turned into how I practice cleanliness daily and that my space is a safe space. Um, in terms of a possible economic recession, um, I guess I'll have to start targeting the specific clients who know that can afford my services. I do believe that people practice self-care to make themselves feel better no matter what the circumstances may be. Um, it may seem silly, but lashes and waxing do just that. Okay, and my fourth business owner that I'm gonna introduce you to is Shelby Fitz, and she is a photographer out of Arizona. She shares how supportive her clients have been during this time, which I think is so so amazing and super encouraging at this time so check it out hi guys this is shelby fitzpatrick of shelby fitz photography i am a wedding and lifestyle photographer based out of phoenix arizona i just wanted to share a little bit about my personal business plan for dealing with the coronavirus at this time the pandemic is not currently affecting any of our business. Our clients are still looking forward to their upcoming sessions. I have not had any wedding clients need to cancel or reschedule their weddings at this time. However, we are prepared to take action if that does need to happen. Our main priority right now is making sure that our clients feel comfortable and confident moving forward. So we have introduced a no-touch protocol for working with our clients as well as eliminating our reschedule fee in the event that anybody needs to reschedule because they're not feeling well. As far as our marketing practices go, our main concern right now is making sure that we are paying attention to the CDC and the WHO guidelines, making sure that we are still allowed to attend weddings as they are categorized as a public gathering. However, moving forward, if we are not able to continue to meet with clients I will personally be focusing on the online mentoring portion of my business. And I know a lot of photographers are going to be stuck at home. They're going to have not a lot of work to do. So what a great time to take advantage of personal and professional development. So that's something that I will personally be focusing on to keep my business afloat and growing. And that is the best that we can do right now is make a game plan and hope for the best me again but how awesome were those perspectives and a few other things that I wanted to mention to you so as I said my mom is a piano teacher she works from home the students would come to her house every week to take a private one-on-one -on -one lesson so I asked her and we kind of brainstormed together how is she adjusting her business 
So what she is doing now is she is having digital learning lessons. So her students are going to keep their exact time that they would come into her house for a private lesson, but instead of meeting up in person, they will be conducting a call either through a FaceTime or a Zoom call um, to kind of keep their piano lessons going. And then lastly, MBM, how has it affected us and how are we adjusting? So I'm going to be honest, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I do feel a bit of anxiousness in during this time because, you know, I'm the type of person I like to plan, I like to be well prepared, I like to know what's happening, I like to plan for the future. And obviously during this time, it's, that's hard to do. There's so much uncertainty. And one of our major monthly clients has decided to cancel external services and they're going to focus on really their internal staff. So that was a little bit like, okay, okay, I totally understand. But at the same time, it, it's hard to kind of hear. Thankfully, the way our payment plans are set up, um, we're not going to feel the effects of that until really May. So that gives me a good amount of time, you know what I mean, to kind of supplement that income. But at the same time, on the flip side, I've also had clients reach out to add a few things to their website. Either it was a monthly person that I've worked with on a monthly basis, she's adding a little bit more to her monthly services because she had time to rethink of how she can kind of build her presence a little bit more on the web. I've also had another client reach out and said, hey, I want to readjust a few things on my website, I wanted to add a few things here. Um, so it's interesting. I think, you know, big corporations might be tightening up on their budgets, but then at the same time, a few small businesses and entrepreneurs really have this time to focus in on their business and focus in on what can they be doing better, focus in on what can bring them in more clients. And so thankfully, our services that we offer really helps people make more money and, you know, get more clients. So thankfully, um, I am entrusting that during this time that our message could be louder and really focus in on the reason we do websites, the reason we do SEO is to get you more clients and make sure that when they get onto your website that they truly connect with your message. So essentially we can get our clients more money. But one way that we are adjusting is we were planning on creating a website templates later this year, but with everything happening now, we are expediting that process to release it like as soon as possible. Because I think that in this time, people may be thinking of additional ways that they can make more money, um, maybe a new source of income, maybe some new business ideas could be born. And at the same time, I think a lot of people are a little bit conservative with their budgets. So I think releasing our templates now is a great time for everyone who are thinking of a new businesses. At the same time, you know, they want to put their business out into the world but they might not afford a one-on-one -on -one service right now. They might wanna be a little bit tight with that right now. So this is gonna be super affordable and a super easy process for them to do. But what I think is interesting and what I'm seeing as a common denominator of, of my entrepreneur friends and everything that they have said is they are focusing on changing their messaging. So I'm gonna ask you this. Why do people truly, truly need your service? How can it make them more money? How can it make them more sales? How can it build up their life, make their life easier, right? So that really makes you kind of think of like, okay, how is my messaging? How can I make my messaging even stronger to really focus in on people's pain points? Because right now, during this time, 
a lot of people's pain points might be different. Like there is something that maybe people are wanting to focus in on their health, going to the gym, you know, getting healthy. But at this time, that's something that people may be cutting down on. So how can you shift your messaging to make it be like, hey, you need to work on your immune system. Your immune system right now is important during this time, right? So how can you shift your messaging to really be what people care about? And I think what people care about right now is one, immune system, obviously, um, two is how can their businesses be making more sales? How can their businesses not fail? I think other things that are important are things like food, water, you know, basic essential human needs. Um, so if your products can kind of provide that or provide a safe space for them to feel that their business is going to be okay, their houses are going to be okay, that everything is going to be okay. And something else that I think that we need to take into consideration as business owners is that we really need to ask ourselves, how can we recession-proof our businesses? What kind of offer can we provide? What kind of messaging do we need to have in order for people to truly believe that our businesses could benefit them, right? Because we can't always predict the future. But by putting these things into place right now will not only strengthen our business in the long run, but it will also make sure that you will never have to stress in uncertain times. And I think it's also important if you have a team, it's so important that the culture that we create within our teams is strong and resilient. So how can we make sure our team can positively react to any changes that are heading our way? And that truly depends on the leaders. If you're a leader, if you're a manager, if you're a CEO, if you're a business owner, if you're a leader, your team follows you. Your team reacts how you react. So I think it's so important right now as leaders to be making sure that the energy that we pass on to our teams is positive, strong, and resilient. It is not fearful. It is not anxious. It is not you know, scared. Because if we have strong teams during this time, our businesses will remain strong. If we have our pillars be strong right now, we will not fall down. So I think if you are a business owner, if you have a team, it is so, so important right now to kind of relook at everything. And I am taking this time, honestly, to just I, it's funny because if you listen to previous podcast episodes, you would know that I was taking March as a breather to really relook at our structure, relook at what can we doing, what can we be doing better within our systems, within our team, within our sales, like everything. And now I'm taking even more time, I think, to really relook at that moving forward. And I think that is, you know, this is a perfect opportunity for everybody because I think times are a little bit slow. Everyone's at home. No one's going out. This is the best time to focus in on our businesses, whether you're full-time already and you have a team or if it's just a side hustle, right? You know, this is the perfect opportunity for you to really focus in on your marketing and your branding on your side hustle to take it to full-time, right? This is the perfect opportunity. And I think it's important for us to remember that look at the bright side of things like yes we could be scared but you know what this isn't going to last forever this epidemic is not going to last forever things will start working again things will get better again and use this time to not just netflix and chill and kind of chill out use this time to your benefit right use this time to build 
your business even stronger. Use this time to build your side hustle even stronger. Imagine if because of this, you built something and in the summertime you can work full time for yourself. Right? Imagine if you're an entrepreneur and you're working in this full time that during this time the systems that you input into place that you created a stronger team, that you created a better system that it works without you and it just flows and flows and flows. That could happen. And like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I've interviewed countless of entrepreneurs who created businesses because of the recession that happened in 08. And they are successful now because of the recession. So just because things are weird right now, things are scary right now, it's not going to be like this forever. So what are you doing today? What are you doing right now to create a better tomorrow for yourself? I just, I want this episode to be positive for you. I want you to like end listening to this and be like, okay, it's going to be okay. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on my business. I'm going to focus on my marketing. I'm going to focus on my branding. I'm going to focus on my systems. And I'm going to take these next few weeks, month, however long this is going to last. And I'm going to build it stronger because a lot of times we focus on external things in our businesses. We focus on sales. We focus on you know, all of that. But as you scale and you grow, you know, the most important thing is the structure inside of your business. It's the internal process. So this is the perfect time to focus in on that. Okay, so I'm going to challenge you to do that. And then before I go, I wanted to provide some financial assistant resources for small businesses who are affected by the coronavirus. Okay, Okay, so there was a press release that was released by the Small Business Association Administer, and he issued the following statement in response to the president's address to the nation that happened earlier last week. So he said, the president took bold, decisive action to make our 30 million small businesses more resilient to coronavirus-related economic disruptions. Small businesses are vital economic engines in every community and state, and they have helped make our economy the strongest in the world. Our agency will work directly with state governors to provide targeted low-interest disaster recovery loans to small businesses that have been severely impacted by the situation. Additionally, the SBA continues to assist small businesses with counseling and navigating their own preparedness plans through our network of 68 district offices and numerous resource partners located around the country. The SBA will continue to provide every small business with the most effective and customer-focused response possible during these times of uncertainty. The SBA's economic Injury Disaster Loan offers up to $2 million in assistance for a small business. These loans can provide vital economic support to small businesses to help them overcome the temporary loss of revenue they may experience during the coronavirus. And if you're interested in more, I am going to provide all of this information and the links to this in a blog post, which I will link in the podcast description. But just to kind of go over, this is from the SBA website. So the process for accessing SBA's coronavirus disaster relief lending. This is what it says. So 
The U.S. Small Business Administration is offering designated states and territories low-interest federal disaster loans for working capital to small businesses suffering substantial economic injury as the result of the coronavirus. Upon a request received from the state's or territory governor, the SBA will issue its own authority. Or sorry, the SBA will issue under its own authority as provided by the Coronavirus Preparedness and Response Supplemental Appropriations Act that was recently signed by the president. This loan issued by the SBA makes loans available to small businesses and private nonprofit organizations in designated areas of a state or territory. So once a declaration is made for a designated area within a state, the information on the application process will be made available to the affected community. These loans may be used to pay fixed debts, payroll, accounts payable, and other bills that cannot be paid because of disaster's impact. The interest rate is 3.75% for small businesses without credit available, and businesses with credit available elsewhere are not legible. So this is businesses who do not have credible or credit available anywhere else. And the interest rate for nonprofits is 2.57 or 2.75%. The SBA offer loans with long-term payment repayments in order to keep payments affordable up to a maximum of 30 years. Terms are determined by a case-by-case basis upon each borrower's ability to repay. Okay, so um, I'm going to provide the link to their website in the blog post like I mentioned. I'm going to restate everything that I mentioned in here. So you can save this information, um, save their information for themselves so you can kind of take a look at the blog post link that I'll provide in this podcast episode. So it seems that it won't be for every single area because I'm sure that would be super expensive. But you can kind of check if you've been affected Um, You know, if your area has been tremendously affected, if your government kind of put a statement that your area has been affected, that you can apply for these loans. And I would say, you know, check it out. Check it out and see. And, you know, keep checking within the weeks to see if it's in your area and apply, right? It wouldn't hurt to apply, especially if you... If you've been affected or if you foresee you being affected, I don't... I think, you know, you should apply and try to see. But again, you guys... Um, stay healthy, keep, be positive because yes, this is kind of a time of uncertainty, but at the same time, so many beautiful things can flow out of this situation. Um, who knows, you know, six months from now, a year from now, what you have created during this time, what you could potentially create for your business during this time could be amazing, could be incredible. And you could be like, wow. Like, if the coronavirus epidemic didn't happen, I wouldn't be here today. And, you know, it could happen. It's possible. It's happened for people in the recession. It's happened to me during hardships that I've went through, that Nick and I have went through a couple years ago. Like, we wouldn't be here today if we didn't go through certain hardships. So, be positive and keep that in mind, right? And don't take this time to panic and be anxious because I know for myself, if I get anxious, if I panic, like, I can't focus. But this is the time to focus. This is the time to build our businesses stronger. This is the time to build our communities stronger. Okay, so if this episode was helpful for you in any way, I would appreciate it so much if you could share it on your Instagram stories so you can 
so we can reach other business owners who need this message, who need some hope and encouragement during this time. And if you feel called to it, I would love it if you could leave a review on our podcast iTunes page. It helps us so much to help get our message out to more entrepreneurs in this world. Thank you guys. Happy Monday. I hope you have a good week. We'll chat in a few episodes later this week. Bye guys. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.